All right, welcome back to Ball Don't Lie right here on 1049 The Horn. It is a midweek movie music edition of Ball Don't Lie. Man, when was the last time we played Johnny Gill on Ball Don't Lie? Might be the first time we played Johnny Gill. I don't know. Uh, maybe maybe uh, somewhere maybe else. Maybe somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Johnny Gill, oh man, back in the day, Ooh. had one of the best voices in R&B. No yeah, question about it. Yeah, uh, purpose of Midweek Movie Music, for those who don't know, is from Patrick the Billionaire. He takes jams from a certain soundtrack that inspired him, and based on the selections that are played, Harge and I are supposed to gather clues and hints that lead us right down uh, the yellow brick road to the featured film of Midweek Movie Music. And today, it is Boomerang, one of Eddie Murphy's uh, South a signature project because like I said he didn't do he didn't really have many roles like that boomerang role no right no and we can't not a lot of roles he had like the boomerang role um, so I love that movie it's one of my favorite movies plus, plus a big soundtrack I think it's six singles on the soundtrack yeah, End of the Road's on there yeah. and I, I I got it for the End of the Road song because you couldn't get it anywhere else yeah, yeah. They, I remember they, at the they, time they did a lot of these for the soundtrack yeah so that was it's like that and they put out the singles them yeah um, that's yeah, that's really good stuff, man. That's actually one of my favorite soundtracks. I actually own that soundtrack. Uh, shout out to my man Hard, who actually figured out it was Boomerang before the four o'clock hour. He actually figured it out in the break. Thank goodness. <laughs> Thank goodness. Because <laughs> yes, the black card possibly could have been canceled. Yep. Um, Chan was trying to get us canceled. Chan was like, to get stump us. him, Patrick. <laughs> Chan was trying to get us done. Oh, my man, Harge. <laughs> rolls to the occasion, so uh, we appreciate him. Uh, also, we appreciate you on the Specs text line, 512-337-3776. You also can hit us up via Twitter. Uh, Harge is at Hardball Harge in the Twitterverse. My man, Patrick Davis, at It's Patrick Davis, and I'm at Rod Babers in the Twitterverse. All right, gentlemen, let's get – that's a lot of big news that has actually dropped, so we're bumping a lot of our college football conversation. We'll get back to it, I promise you. But there's big news in the NFL. Everybody seems to be signing new deals and getting new money. Uh, and Aaron Rodgers is the latest. Gentlemen, Aaron Rodgers uh, has signed an extension mm-hmm. with the uh, J-E-T-S Jets, Jets, Jets. Uh, so give it up for Aaron Rodgers. And he decided to, the way this looks, he took a pay cut. It did. Yeah. Um, and I got to tell you right now, I think – it kind of goes to what you've talked about, Harge, uh, with Aaron Rodgers, that he is now focused, and he's focused in an unselfish manner. And I'm, I'm not saying selfish all the time, but you can tell he's team-oriented. You wanted him to show up for all the OTAs yep. and organized team activities and the, off the, uh, the off-season work, and he showed up for the off-season work to get with the youngsters. And now I think this is another example of him being all-in. Now, he agreed to move. Uh, I think a $58 million option bonus from 2023 to 2024 before his trade. And he left mm-hmm. only like $1.16 million in cash and cap space for the current year. Uh, under the, under the uh, prior deal, um, Rodgers was also due to make, I think, $107.55 million in 2024, uh, a two-year total of $108 million. So essentially now he has decided to uh, take a pay cut and allow them to have a little bit more cap space um, so a lot of people believe that you know with this more with this this cut this cap space maybe the Jets can make another move or maybe yep. they will be looking to make a splash in free agency. There's still a lot of free agents out there that, are, that have gone unsigned, and probably you know one of the most popular ones is uh, Dalvin Cook, who's going to end up in that division somehow. Exactly. That's when you sit there and you start looking around and you say, hmm. There's a move that's being made. Well, Dalvin Cook put a smiley face oh, on go. his social media mm-hmm. just moments after they realized that he had made that deal. Okay. So that is very, very interesting to me. Um, smiley face. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, that would make sense. Like, how do you convince Aaron Rodgers to take a pay cut? Unless you're it, trying to make a move to yes. a championship. You go to him and the pitch is, okay, Aaron, we want to win a Super Bowl with you. 
we can do it. We need to make a couple of more moves. If you sign a team-friendly extension with us, it'll give mm-hmm. us a lot more wiggle room to make a move, maybe even a Dalvin Cook-type move, and that would be, to me, a game-changer. So he's, uh, basically, his new deal is a two-year, $75 million guaranteed contract through 2024. Uh, he nearly had $110 million guaranteed remaining on his old deal. So, yes, he is going to take less money yep. for the next two years to be with the Jets. Team player. He's doing everything that I've been asking him to do that yes. he would not do for Ooh. the the Green Bay Packers. And you picked him to win the division. I did. Didn't you pick him to win the division? Yeah, buddy. They're going to be going up against uh, – they're going up against uh, – Kansas City in the AFC Championship. And you don't even necessarily like Aaron Rodgers that much. Not. But that's how much you believe in what you've seen so far in the offseason. He's shown me that he he seems to be mm-hmm. all bought in. And he knows what the naysayers are saying. He knows that the haters are out there and trying to go at him. And I'm one of those guys. I'm like, you haven't done anything. Everybody talks about how great you are. You took your team and you won one Super Bowl with all those MVPs, all those opportunities that you had, and you come up short, just like everybody else when it comes to that. But you do get your one ring. You did get it. Mm-hmm. But now you are now putting yourself in a position with a lot of talented, talented players on that team, and you're going to elevate your game, and it seems like you are bought into helping this team elevate theirs. I was saying Aaron Rodgers, when he's motivated, Ooh, like he was when dangerous. he came out, of, got, came out of college and he had to sit on the bench and, you know, behind Brett Favre, he came out like gangbusters when he got a chance to play because he was motivated, mm-hmm. grinding that entire time. He did it again after the Packers decided to draft Jordan Love and he thought, oh, they're drafting a quarterback to replace me. Let me show these mofos that I'm not easily replaced. I'm a Hall of Fame quarterback. I still got GOAT stuff in me. And he went on proving had an MVP season. And I think he's at another crossroads in his career. Now, this is almost the end of his career. We're in the twilight of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think this last crossroads is he wants to go out with a bang. And I'm talking about a Super Bowl bang with the J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. Yep. And he wants to quiet all the naysayers once and for all, even the ones, you know, that have you know talked about Aaron Rodgers, maybe father time is catching up with him, that his skills have deteriorated. And maybe that's true. Uh, but still, his skill level may be high enough to lift the Jets overall as a team to become a championship contender. So I'm, no, no, no doubt his skills have de- de- deteriorated, but I still think, just like we said that about Tom Brady when he went to the Bucks, skills deteriorated doesn't mean he still is not one of the best quarterbacks in the league. He's just not what he was eight years ago. None of us are. No, no, you're 100% <laughs> on that one, bro. But I sit there and I look at what Aaron Rodgers is doing. You look at that team, and I know a lot of people are looking at the Jets and saying, come on, man, they're, they're the Jets. They're not. This is a different Jets when you have a quarterback mm-hmm. – that will go out there and do what is expected of a a premier quarterback to do. He is that guy. He is that guy that's going to make the wide receiver group. I told you yesterday, him and Sauce Gardner are partners. That's the defensive back. They hang out all the time. He bought bought Aaron Rodgers a a piece of change. Yes. He is looking out for him. And you know what that does? That makes people on the defensive side play a little bit harder, go right after people because they know if we get the ball back to them – we're going to be able to pin our ears back because they're going to score so we can go and get the other team's quarterback. Mm-hmm. So this his energy is going to be totally different than what we saw in uh, in uh, Green Bay because he, he looks different. He does. Yeah. He, he looks like that guy like you were talking about that came out of college where he's like, all right, I'm, I, I got to wait in the green room? 
<laughs> Let me show you what it's all about. He's even taking uh, Zach Wilson under his wing. Yeah, I saw him lots working of clips together. of him yeah. like tutoring Zach Wilson. Yes. So he's looking past Zach Wilson's comments about you know that he wasn't going to be very friendly and uh, amicable towards Aaron Rodgers. All this out the window. I think the team is folks. The team they believe. Yep, that's he exactly has, right. He has turned them into believers that they can be a Super Bowl team. Yep. All they needed was his presence. No, and mm-hmm. I mean it's going to be really interesting to see once adversity hits if he continues mm. to be this guy, and he may. But we know that's kind of where the, the line is for everybody is it's really easy to be nice when everything's going your way. And when you're like, oh, man, I took a pay cut. I'm still making, what, 50 times more than any running back is going to yeah, make? seriously. So, I like, I can go out there and I, I get it. You know, I'm trying to do – I'm going to do all the right things because I'm going to prove everybody wrong and I'm going to live the right life. And I'm going to be – I'm going to be the virtuous one who's going to help and make everything better. And then they go, hey, uh, you threw two picks in that game, and you cost us a game. We hate you. Yeah. And does he then still not sell anybody else out and go, you know what, that's on me, and uh, I just have to work hard and get better? Or does he go like, well, you know, I don't have an O-line here. and so Yes, because Aaron Rodgers notoriously, and I, I don't like these types of leaders, he has notoriously been a leader that when they lose, mm-hmm. when they lose, he's a we guy, we lost. And when they win, he's a me guy. And you you should all be you should be the flip. You should be the opposite of that, right? You when you win, you should be all about we. Oh, we we did this. We yep. did great. It was a we thing. That's why we won the game. It was us as a collective unit, as a team. And when you lose, you're the leader. Right. Just be like, you know what? I didn't mm-hmm. get it done. I need to be better. Even if you if you played a great game, who cares? Take the exactly. take the burden take the high off road. of others. Yeah, That's because right. you're the leader. You've been yep. blessed. You are you know you've been rewarded, or you are responsible for being a leader on that team. That is part of the burden of leadership. Correct. So that's I, why you put in that position. Yeah, so for I, sure. I think he, if he flips that, it's awesome. if he if they first loss. I'm with Patrick. That first loss, say it's a bad one, embarrassing, whatever team yeah. you're not supposed he to lose to. He has a bad to. game. He has a bad game, whatever it is, and he goes up there and it's like it's on me. I got to be better. Yeah. I got to be a better leader. I got to prepare us better. Even if, like, he didn't have a bad game, but it's about him. Oh, yeah, uh, like the defense lets him down, and so Robert yes, Sala is whatever, to blame. drop by a receiver, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Remember those drops by the Packers receivers? Alone, and yeah. he was killing them in the media, just throwing them under the bus. Oh, yeah, all these young guys. Yeah, right. I shouldn't be in the league. Yeah, so yep. I, I think if he if he's ready to take on that burden, which I think he is, because, you know, he this this whole team is young. This, yes. This is a very young team. I mean, they basically Very impressionable. Built this, yeah, they basically he built this squad over the last two, three drafts. Mm-hmm. And it really good drafts, by the way. Some of the best drafts in the NFL. Because those Especially people years. came from winning programs, too. Yeah, offense rookie of the year, yep. defensive rookie of the year. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I, I think I think Aaron Rodgers recognized he's got something special. He's got two years to pull it all together and to win a Super Bowl. And who you who's got him in the Super Bowl? Was that? No, I was I, I, was, I, I couldn't. You're in a conference championship? Yeah, I got him yes. playing Kansas City. You got him in a conference title game. Until yeah. you can beat. Patrick Mahomes, yeah. you got to go with Patrick Mahomes. I agree. Okay, yeah. somebody on the Specs X line, thank you for the Mila Kunis <laughs> <laughs> photos. I will admit, that's a little overly harsh about Mila Kunis. Mila Kunis is beautiful and gorgeous. And, yes, of course, she, the, the body's banging. I'm just joking. Just not your flavor. It's, exactly, just not my thing. Yeah. Like the body, yeah. she's, of course the body's banging. She's great. She's yeah. fantastic. But don't, everybody, don't, don't lie to him on the way you know, out, right? No, everybody's obsessed with Mila Kunis, though. <laughs> like, when I mentioned Mila Kunis, you would, I mean, you people think, like, that she's like, you know, like drop, like she's like Scarlett Johansson or like something like that. Like that's Scarlett on that got level. Them things too. Scarlett, Scarlett's, Scarlett's yeah, both her and Scarlett are beautiful, but Scarlett's thick. Yes, she is. <laughs> she's voluptuous. She's one of my favorite superheroes, and I don't even yes. know what character she is. Exactly. So I Demila Kuna's saying she is fantastic. Like yeah. I said, she's amazing. She's it's just not my it's my my cup of tea. That's all yeah. it is. All right, so what we're talking about. Yep. Yeah. 
Anyway, <laughs> some really passionate Mila Kunis fans sent me like five or six. Oh, really? All the way through. Scantily clad Mila Kunis. Yeah, fans. just had them already. Had them already. Had them in the phone already. Which means you are a really big Mila Kunis fan. You got those in your. Yeah, fan uh, is not the phrase she uses. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got those those photos, that album, that a uh, secret hidden album. That's your Mila Kunis album. We and know. My favorite part was like, oh man, that's this is my last one. I know, he's like, like hey, one more for you, Robbie. And you're right. Trust me, I looked at him and I'm like, you know what? She's, it's more it impressive than I thought. Yeah. It's more impressive than I thought. But yeah. she, you know, she's trying to show it all off. Yep. Good for her. Uh, all right, let's get to uh, some of the other NFL news notes and nuggets. Let's talk about the Cowboys just really quickly while we got some time here. Uh, so Cowboys, just uh, the updates on training camp. There was bad news about Donovan Wilson, who left practice on a uh, cart. After examination, turns out it was a calf strain. Mm-hmm. So no big deal. He's big money now, though, because he just signed that big contract this past off, this offseason, which means they don't keep him out for at least, I don't know, three, four practices oh, yeah. just to err on the side of caution. Just to hang out for a little bit and let, yes. him, let him make sure that he's okay and just take your time. But going back to what we talked about, drink more water. Drink more water, man. You, you, you're, hey. in a different, you're in a diverse, different climate. What a chance he signed that big deal, biggest deal he's ever signed, right? He's a late-round pick out of A&M, good player, and that he's, he had a hell of a vacation mm-hmm. this offseason after signing that deal. He deserved it, by the way. Oh, for sure. But he probably went to Hawaii for like three weeks yeah. and didn't do a damn thing. Wasn't <laughs> locked in like he was supposed to. Gained about eight pounds. Yeah, like, drinking good, and sipping, but it wasn't a lot of water. Hey, man, I'm hitting the gym and just doing some, doing some light yeah. cardio. Yeah. He's working out with the old people at, at the resort. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just, yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah. See, you know what? But either way, it's not serious, so Cowboys fans don't freak out about that. Uh, Jordan Lewis, that is a little bit more serious. He has the list Frank injury. He's recovering from uh, the average time uh, to return from a list Frank injury. was on 11 months, a little over 11 mm-hmm. months. So he's still in that window, and they put him on the pup list, the physically unable to perform list, so he will not be available to start the season for the Cowboys. But... They're loaded at DB. Thank the Lord. Hey, and be happy. Who is not on that physically unable perform list? Terrence Tony D. Pollard. Oh, yes, Terrence right. Brody. Tony yeah. Pollard, not on that. That is big. That is big. That is huge. And I still am worried about the Cowboys running back position, guys. I'm sorry. I am, but that that is a big thing to have him at camp and starting to work out and practice and and not have him in a point of where you know week one is a question and then week two, you know, like because if you're not playing and up and getting reps – before week one, you're not ready for week one. No, that's a good point. And at least we'll get a lot of uh, a lot of reps from the backup running backs in the preseason. Yes, yes. So you'll get to see what they're made of. I don't expect to see Tony in the preseason, but he's going to be practicing, of course, yeah. a ton. But I don't expect to see him. But you're right. That's big because the Cowboys have they have other options at running back, but I don't think they have any uh, – I don't have any proven commodities there, in my opinion, that can be the workhorse kind of main course of the running game, except for Tony Pollard. I feel but the remember, same way. We, Tony – this is and crazy. I'm a Cowboys fan, and I've been dealing with this. Yeah, because Skip Pete, I keep going back to that Skip Pete quote, where he says Tony Pollard does not need to be overworked as a workhorse running back. It, here's the, uh, the quote from Skip Pete. He said, um, some guys are race cars, some guys are high-quality, expensive sedans. Those sedans can go forever and for a long distance at a very high rate, where race cars go very fast and quick, and then they run out of gas. I've always just felt at that position, you got to have two guys that are quality backs and that can help each other, bounce off each other, and it helps if their running styles are a little bit different. He said the juice isn't the same with Pollard, and he's not as quick, He's not as quick, not as fast. Uh, when he had that long run on third and one, he was talking about a 54 
four-yard run versus the Bears. He said as soon as he came to the sideline, he said, Coach, I'm done. I'm done for the game. Done. I got no more. And just basically, he's comparing Tony Pollard to one of those race cars, runs out of gas real fast, but also can go from zero to 100 real quick. And they need another sedan. They need a sedan. He's mm-hmm. the race car. They need a sedan. Who's the sedan? It's got, they, they're looking at it to be Malik Davis. Now, that would be the name that I'm looking that's not at. A or, sedan. Ronald, or Ronald Jones. That's another mm, guy. That's not but a sedan. That's what a, I'm looking that's at. That's an old model. That's a Corolla. That, that, uh, <laughs> Tony Pollard is sitting in the, in the, in the meeting room <laughs> like this, looking like at Skip Pete talking about, I took that personal. <laughs> so he went out there and went to work. He did. So he maybe did, he went out there and got himself in better shape, understanding the workload that he's going to have. And I think that he may be able to do that. He may not have those long runs or try to take it to the house near as much, but if he gets to the open field, I still think he does have that ability to get there. And I think he's going to be able to be be able to do so. So I'm not going to put it past him. I think he was trained a different way because he knew he wasn't going to be that back. That could be and true. And maybe that's how he was. So yeah. I think he went differently about his training. So I, as a as a Cowboy fan that is uh, looking for some help. I need this. I know. They still can go out and get a running back. Once teams trim down the rosters, they'll be running backs cut. Yeah, and I, I would think even if you're going to say Pollard's going to get the main carries, I'd like to have a short yardage guy, somebody that can just pound the line and, you know, push forward and get you a yard or two because I don't know if they have that guy on that roster because if it's not Tony Pollard, Deuce Vaughn's not that guy. He's great at a lot of things, but that's not one that would put on him. Yeah, And then mm-hmm. – Unless Malik Davis somehow becomes that guy over the offseason. Ronald Jones ain't that guy. Yeah, you're right. And, and Zeke, that was actually one of the things he was good at. Yeah. Most of the short yardage, he was actually really good. They're going to miss him in that area, too. Um, I think they got a fullback they like, though. Is it Luwepke? Hunter Luwepke? Man, when you Lu- seen a fullback, you, t- you think we're going to try to go out there and run the you no, know, San Francisco they play, 49ers offense? They, they put that fullback in and just everyone <laughs> comes up to the line. Exactly. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I think they got they like this kid, Hunter Lewick. He's out of North Dakota State. Okay. And he's really good in short yardage, though. Mm. I know. You scoffed at it. Yeah, I'm like, That's like the Big 12. We're going to put uh, player of the year. We're going to put all these positions out there. We're going to throw a fullback out there. Who's going to be the Big 12 fullback? No, nobody even have fullbacks. That's just no <laughs> Yeah, you're right. Yeah, I'm not, usually, I'm not trying to take up for fullbacks, but advocate for them. But Cowboys, <laughs> they're going to need a short yardage solution. They're going to need sure. something for sure. Uh, but, yeah, not worried about the um, the, the, the Jordan Lewis uh, pup injury uh, concern with the Les Frank because they're loaded at DB. Yep. Deron Bland has been great. Uh, Kelvin Joseph, we'll see. Eric Scott, they love that six-round pick from this past season. Dan Quinn keeps talking about him in uh, very complimentary ways. Nation Wright and Israel Makuyamu. Uh, who played safety and nickel for you? So they use him as a hybrid in a lot of different ways. So they got some young DBs uh, to you know to really fill the uh, the voids until Jordan Lewis is healthy. But the hope is that nobody else ends up getting hurt in that secondary. No doubt. You know, obviously, uh, first day of training camp, you're already dealing with guys who are at least going down at practice. Uh, also, Zach Martin is holding out. It's official. Um, he did not report to training camp uh, for the first practice, so it's official. He's holding out. It is. Um, it's not really a concern. Uh, for Jerry Jones, he says that he's definitely a part of their plans. I think they're already working on a deal with Zach Martin. He's the ninth highest paid guard in the league right now, and he's the best guard in the league. That that doesn't track. You got to get him back in the top three, yep. top five. The Cowboys will definitely do that. Especially now that you're looking across the league and you're seeing offensive linemen signing these deals, yep. that it's like they haven't proven what he's proven. Now, um, Laramie Tunsil, yeah, he's that dude, but. I'm not I'm I'm not so sure that Howard for the Titans I mean for the Texans, Texans yeah. are 
is that type of guy. I didn't know that he was that good. I thought for a while they were questioning they were. that pick. They were. You know, so it, there's a lot that goes into it. So looking at him and the fact that he just got a 99 on Madden, he knows this hey. is my time to hold out because this market's going to change. Mm. And I keep going back to this, and I know we don't talk a lot about this, but the salary cap is going to go up. Yes, it is. So you're going to have the space. Make sure you set up the contracts to the point that you have the space by the time it happens. Mm-hmm. You can do that. You can move money around. Yeah. You can make. You can convert it into signing bonuses. Whatever you have to do to make sure that that big man can get into camp, that's what you do. Yeah, no, I'm with you on that. It's uh, yeah, I've been looking at the numbers about the salary cap because of the Justin Herbert contract. We've been talking a lot about the salary cap, and it's amazing. How the cap basically has grown since 2013. Mm-hmm. The salary cap for the NFL has grown 82%. Yes. Damn near 83%. It's 82.7%. The quarterback market has grown even more than that, guys. <laughs> Think about it. In 2013, Aaron Rodgers was the NFL's highest paid player, making $22 million per year 10 years ago. Right. And <laughs> 10 years later, there are 18 quarterbacks alone making $22 million, over $22 million. 12 making $40-plus million, and now you have four making $50-plus million. That's just 10 years, guys. Right. In 10 years, you're from $22 million is your highest-paid player to now four quarterbacks making above $50-plus million in just 10 years. Right. Can we, anybody want to do the Half of them are doing it in that, one right? year. That, Half of them are getting signed in one year. It's unbelievable. Yeah, yeah you're right. You're right. Yep. Yeah. That, this year, we've gotten three of them, right? Right. Jalen Hurts, Lamar Jackson. Now and Jordan, now Herbert. Herbert. And you're going to get another one. I, I you're going to get Joe Bur- Burrow. Burrow will probably be before this year's out. And you're going to get Dak again, too, by the way. Dak will come up. Yeah. Yep. Then maybe they'll wait till after the year, but they're going to they're gonna resign Dak. They basically have been talking about that for a year now. Yeah. The sooner you do it, the better. Shh, don't, do, don't tell too many people because they're about Bro. to hit us on the Specs text line. Don't Dak wait. Whack. Don't wait till Patrick Mahomes and Joe <laughs> exactly. Burrow sign their deal. That's stupid. Yep. I will say, can you wait till like Wednesday of next week? <laughs> <laughs> I don't want. I don't want to have to. I don't want to deal with that. I don't want to deal with the hate. Wait, wait until Wednesday next wow. week. Yeah. Uh, you know what? Yeah. I, I don't disagree with Patrick on that one. I don't disagree. Hold you know. up. It'll be some, somebody else's problem then. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. There you go. So a little NFL discussion. Also, uh, Terrence Steele. Good news. Yep. Terrence Steele also not on the pup list. He's returning to camp and he's returning to practice with the Cowboys. Maybe towards ACL, MCL, and and MPFL, he just ripped that thing yeah. to shreds. I don't even know what an MPF is. I actually don't know either. I ain't going to lie. I just saw it. Just reading it off to you guys. Um, but, yeah, he's going to be back. So that's really good because the Cowboys, now that offensive line, it should be a strength. You're going to get Zach Martin back. So don't worry about that. But now think about it. You can put Tyler Smith at one of those guards with Zach Martin at a guard. And then Tyler Biotis is your center. And then you can put Terrence Steele at right tackle. And you put Tyron Smith at that left tackle. That's your best five right there. And yep. that's a damn good five. You got, what, two Hall of Famers on there, potentially? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And multiple all-pro pro, bowl, pro bowlers on there, too? Correct. Yeah, that's legit, man. So that's good news trouble, for the Trouble, trouble. <laughs> well, they're going to need them because yep. uh, they got to block guys like Nick Bosa, who, by the way, is holding out, too. Yeah, keep so, holding out. Now, 49's got to pay that cash, yeah, too. Yep. So Everybody he, trying to get their money now. Yeah, he, he deserves to get his money, though. Yep. Posa, he needs to get his. And then, like I said, the Cowboys, I, I just wonder who they're working on next. They can't afford not to be working on a deal, like, constantly. 
Because they got CeeDee Lamb coming up. Micah Parsons is also coming up for him. We know they got to get to the Zach Martin thing at one time, too. So they need to be constantly working on signing because, yeah, the longer you wait, CeeDee Lamb's just, you know, he's yep. he's, he's getting happy and giddy. He's like, yep. eh, excellent. <laughs> yep. Another wide receiver gets paid. I love it. <laughs> and yep. Micah Parsons, I don't think Micah, he doesn't matter that much because Micah's just going to end up being the highest paid defensive player in history. No right? matter what. No matter what. For briefly, though. It'll be briefly. Who will who, surpass him? Somebody's going to pass him. That's just the way I, the market goes. It does, but I don't see, because right now, who's the highest paid defensive player? Is it, is, it, is, it, is it Aaron Donald? Which it probably It should be, but I, I don't Which know is, is why Nick Bosa is trying to get more money right now. Yeah. So Nick, that's Nick, why I'm saying it, it's going to continue yeah. to happen. Yeah, only for a amount of time. For a right. minute. Just like Ricky Williams broke the rushing record, and next year Ron Dane did too. What was that quarterback? Yeah, you like exactly. Lamar Jackson was the highest paid quarterback in the league for how long? Like three months. Yeah, like three months. <laughs> yeah. That's done. Yep. Jalen Hurts, it only lasted for like two weeks. Oh, yeah. yeah. Jalen Hurts, <laughs> we forgot about that. <laughs> yeah. Jalen's like, come on, man, I need my time to shine. <laughs> right. Uh, so there you go. All right. So we'll get back to some uh, NFL news notes and nuggets uh, tomorrow. I'm sure there'll be more training camp oh, news coming sure. out. All right. Uh, Astros Rangers. We'll talk about game three tonight. Hopefully Astros can break out the brooms. But I got a feeling the Rangers are going to fight like hell uh, for game three. We'll talk about that. Also, Lionel Messi scores twice in 22 minutes in the match versus Atlanta United. Now everybody's got Messi fever. We'll discuss that and more right here on Ball Don't Lie. I want to put on Hot sacks on a platter. 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 Hey yo, who wanna put a fight for a long time? No hear from suckers walking around talking about they can get some, but that Bible's not cipher. No can do. And if you take off a dope, then ask the other two when I proceed to let you know. All right, welcome back to Ball Don't Lie right here on 104.9 The Horn. Midweek movie music edition of Ball Don't Lie on 104.9 The Horn. Hey, thanks to all the texters for the uh, Taylor Swift recommendations. I'm going to write those down. Thank you, guys. I really appreciate it. <laughs> no BS. I actually appreciate it. I want to jam some Taylor Swift, so I'm going to see which ones I like, and I'll let you know. My my wife is kind of into it, too, so I guess I could have asked her. But uh, I think she, I want to know, like, from my audience, because I, I know you guys really well, and I think I have more men in the audience. So if there's some men Swifties. I want to know what the men Swifties, the male Swifties out there listening to. Because there you go. Because uh, from the not from the female perspective. Whatever, the, whatever the kids are playing in their car. That's fair. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Probably so. As yeah. somebody who has them kids. That's what happens. They don't get no playing time in my car. How about to say the kids no. gonna listen to what the hell I'm listening to? I listen to my. I didn't get to tell my dad what the hell I was listening to. I listened to yeah. James Brown and Motown, and I listened to Six Ten Sports Radio. That was it. I never got to go. I was like, Dad, that's why put it soul, on one hundred two jams. There. That's why your soul yeah. is so good. Put it on nine seven nine. Damn it, I've been like. What? <laughs> You better go buy you a you car. You better go in the beat in the beat in your room. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You better go. Yeah, exactly. You better go somewhere with all that. Go get your Walkman that you was walking around. Your Discman that you were walking around. Campus <laughs> yeah, if I brought with. that, I could jam it in the car. But you're right. These days, kids tell their parents what to jam in the car. Mom, I want to listen to Kid Bop. No, no, you gonna listen to Tupac. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Kid Bop. 
Tupac. I ain't no PG-13 version either. So <laughs> exactly. Make sure you got your mind right. All right. <laughs> Let's get into uh, a little Astros Rangers here, gentlemen, uh, But before we uh, get to this Lionel Messi story. Uh, but the Rangers and the Astros uh, still in a series, and the Astros have gotten the better of the Rangers mm-hmm. these first two games, but they have both been dramatic endings or dramatic uh, wins, I should say, for the Astros, and they haven't come easily. Some controversy, if you'll ask some Rangers fans, uh, with a controversial call in the eighth inning last night, um, and then that was a controversial call in game one, if you ask some Rangers fans. But either Mm -hmm. way, Astros get the win, uh, and now that lead, that division lead for the Rangers, down to just one game, Harsh, just one game, and you already gave the good news, and it was uh, implied and hinted by the GM earlier today, but it is confirmed you're going to get Jordan Alvarez and Jose Altuve back. No doubt about it. They're back in the lineup today, and you know Houston fans are, are really excited. Ranger fans, maybe not so much, because as Houston is getting theirs, they're not getting uh, their stars back. They don't have uh, Jacob DeGrom is not going to be back, and Corey Seager is still out of the lineup. Mm. So that is not helping them. And and the main thing for the Rangers is because they have to get better defensively up the middle. Uh, uh, Duran has been playing. Ezekiel Duran has been playing um, shortstop for them, and he hadn't been playing a clean shortstop. Things mm-hmm. aren't as smooth okay. as they once were when yeah. Corey Seager's in there. So it's going to be a, uh, a battle tonight. But just like anything else, I know that the Rangers are doing everything possible not to get swept in this series. But I know, that the, I know that the Astros are like, oh, yeah, this is our crib. We're trying to sweep, sweep you right now. Um, yeah, I um, like I said, I, I wouldn't have jinxed the Astros and said they were going to mm-hmm. sweep the Rangers considering how well the Rangers were playing. But right now you're talking about the Astros at 58 wins. And, gentlemen, they – you know, if they get Yard on and L2, if when they get them back tonight, Yard on and L2, they come back, they're going to infuse this lineup with so much more confidence just because those guys have only played 13 games together. I didn't yeah. realize that. You have, so basically, you have not had uh, either one of those kind of force multiply, all star uh, caliber force multipliers uh, in this lineup, and you're going to get those guys back. Uh, your Kitty, I don't know when he's coming back. Yeah, well, he, 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 he pitched uh, yesterday. Oh, did he? he pitched yesterday in his minor league rehab. Okay, so Corpus Christi, right? Corpus Christi. Okay. So you might be getting your Kitty back yeah. then. That's... And he only gave up. He only gave up one hit in four innings. There we go. So, so except when they get the full complement back, man, they, the, the Astros could be a dangerous team. And if you're the Rangers, it's got to be a little bit deflating. Mm. Mm-hmm. You know, considering you came into this uh, this series with a three game lead, yes, and now you're gonna potentially leave this series if you don't win tonight. It's gonna be tied up. And yeah. this is after you know losing the Dodgers series the time the week yeah. before. So because you, you came out of the All Star break really hot, hot, super, hot. and now you're dropped two series in a row. So it is just, but it is. Look, Bochy's a really good manager, so he'll get them back on track and, and face forward. I believe they're playing the Padres next is their uh, mm-hmm. next opponent, which is a team that is underperforming. So you can go in and get some wins there, uh, but yeah, this this is a hey, don't feel sorry for yourselves. We don't. That's 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 what yeah. that's, that's, that's the old Rangers. Don't don't. No, that's no. old Rangers. Yeah. Yeah. Feel, <laughs> oh well, no, but Seager's like no man. Look, we still got five All Stars. Come on, yep. all right, even, all right, we got four. We, how many All Stars we still have in our lineup that no one else has? Yep. Like we it, we can't use that as, as an excuse. Uh, it's nice that uh, Garcia's injury wasn't anything more. You didn't know after he got hit in the hand. If he was going to miss more games, he played last night. He played pretty well. Uh, he just missed Judge one 
play mm-hmm. in the outfield that yeah. cost him a run. But yeah. other than that, he played pretty well. So you're not too beat up right now. Pitching, you know, could be better, but this is the point where I think you don't. You probably go out and try and get another pitcher uh, in the trade deadline. You got a few days left on that. Oh, so yeah, I, I was surprised. I really thought there was going to be some news that the Rangers brought in like four pitchers today <laughs> to try and beat the Astros. They have brought they have brought up a bunch of guys. There's been a lot of transactions yeah. for the Rangers here the last few mm. days from Round Rock. Back to the major <laughs> leagues. So it, it, it is not that far-fetched, Patrick. Yes. And I also want to put this out there. Dusty Baker, uh, Brian Taggart out of Houston put this out. Dusty Baker said he was going to hit Alvarez third, but Alvarez t- wanted Tucker to stay in the three wow. spot. So that is a big move for, for the uh, huh. Astros fans. But it's dangerous for a pitcher that looks at that lineup and said, Wait a minute! I gotta go from Tucker to, to out, yeah, yeah. later in the game. So you're gonna have better balance there as well. So wow. that's wow. great. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, and Patrick brought up Kyle Tucker earlier in the show. He's on an 11 game hitting streak right now, guys. 11 mm-hmm. games. He's, he's playing he's out of his mind right now. It might be the best he's played. I mean, he's in 305. Hey, might man, be the best pay, in his career. Pay this man. Pay this man. Yeah, you better hurry up because he's gonna be <laughs> in high. He's only earning more money. Yeah, yeah that's true. Because he's right yep. now. Yeah, he's playing with a ton of confidence. And like I said, I don't know if anybody is swinging the bat right now. Him and Chaz, I guess, swinging the bat as well as Kyle Tucker is right now on that team. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Uh, oh, real quick uh, before we go to break here, Lionel Messi. He actually scored two. Goals last night against Atlanta United. I believe the, the score was 4-0. Interami ends up winning uh, that matchup versus uh, Atlanta United. And here's the crazy thing. So Lionel Messi's played in both of the matches that uh, he's been available for Inter-Miami since they introduced him. But he's only played a total of 58 minutes mm-hmm. in those two matches. In those 58 minutes, he has scored three goals and uh, and has uh, two assists. I'm uh, sorry, one assist. He has one assist and three goals in those 58 minutes. He had two goals in 22 minutes last night versus uh, the Atlanta United squad. It took him 444 minutes to score three with PSG and 741 minutes to do it with Barcelona. Yeah. It took him 19 matches to reach three goals with Barcelona, six matches to reach three goals with PSG. <laughs> yeah, he is uh, definitely definitely making that oh, uh, MLS way, way more important, and people are definitely watching it a lot more. He's bringing more eyes. So to your point, there's a business aspect to it that has gone through the roof for MLS games because ticket prices are gone through the roof. You can't get tickets if they're on your schedule unless you got some bank or you're already yeah. a season ticket holder. Not for Inter Miami, and I would never come to town. And nope. you know he's got that that Apple revenue sharing deal with the yep. Apple Plus deal, which I think is like a two point five billion dollar deal over ten years. And guys, you know how many uh, like Instagram followers he has? I think it's like. 400 million followers or something crazy like that. And all he does mm-hmm. is tweet out the link. Yep. <laughs> Take the Apple Pass, like tweet yeah. the link. And all he needs is, I don't know, a few thousand people to end up subscribing to it. Yep. And he gets the he gets the money. He gets the he gates. Gets return. He gets the yeah, gates. man, he gets yep. some cash back no, on and, that. And I think on a bigger scale, too, the fact of him coming over may convince a couple other people to come over, raise the level of play, being able to practice with guys like that in the league. The mm-hmm. more you can bring over higher level talent to MLS, the more to le- raise the level of the game of MLS, which means a better product for everybody involved. And uh, the better product means more eyes. 
That's right. Yeah. Yep. No, it is. And right now, people are paying attention to to Messi as well. They should and what he's doing over there. Uh, one quick little nugget since we're talking about like the influence of like Twitter followers and Instagram followers. He's got four hundred four hundred eighty million Instagram followers. Uh, but man, you go start looking at now what he has done for their social media oh uh, presence. Yeah, guys, enter Miami now. I'm not making this is crazy. They have the fourth most followed team. In uh in in American pro sports now, mm-hmm. if you go look at uh and they're they're uh, right now Warriors are at thirty one million followers. Um, if you go look at, I think they're looking at Twitter here too, if I'm not mistaken. Um, he says Inter Miami added sorry, this is Instagram. Inter Miami added eleven million Instagram followers since Messi joined the team. Yep. Looking at Instagram followers for the Warriors is at thirty one million for the Lakers twenty three million for the Cavaliers sixteen million. That's the LeBron effect. Hell, yeah, two of these teams just got the LeBron effect. Yep. Uh, and then Inter Miami, twelve million. It's it's amazing. So it has been amazing. Fourth most influence. followed team yep. in in uh, American pro sports because of Messi. Yep. Crazy. He's a monster. He, he really, he's a monster, man. It really is and crazy. My man. family has said that they think he is going to absolutely destroy anything. Oh, the records about the MLS. Yeah. Any player, yeah. he is just that. Big of a difference. Yeah, it's like it's like LeBron James going to the G League, <laughs> right? Yeah. Or LeBron James going back to college, or Patrick Mahomes playing in the XFL or Canadian Football League. He would dominate. Yeah. Uh, all right, we come back. We'll wrap it up. Put it in the oven right here on Ball Don't Lie. One for nine horn. Pop a top again. You mind if I have some of your tasty beverage to wash? Oh yeah, yeah I've been known to drink a beer or two. I think a man working outdoors feels more like a man if you can have a bottle of suds. It's only my opinion, sir. I got beer. I got bottled breast milk. Eh, why don't we start with the beer? Okay. It's 5 o'clock somewhere. Wait, it's already 5 o'clock here. It's time for What's on Tap. How about a nice cool drink? That's oh, really man, good. That's good. That's that is... Pop a top again. All right, welcome back to Ball Don't Lie right here on 104.9. Getting ready to wrap it up and put it in the oven. Uh, before we do, we'll let you know what's on tap. If you missed any part of any of the shows, please go to hornfm.com. You can catch up with them on the podcast page. Uh, all right, Harge, what's on tap for you tonight, bro? USA women, USA, USA. 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 They USA. play tonight against the Netherlands. This is going to be one of their toughest uh, battles in this in this group. Netherlands pretty good? They're, they're pretty solid, but okay. the USA team has eliminated them the last couple times. So this is going to be a, a really uh, challenge for the USA team. So I'm excited to watch that tonight. Uh, I'll actually DVR that and check. I know. Uh, so there you go. Man, what's no, you can DVR. DVR. <laughs> you can DVR. I'm just messing. Uh, don't hold it. Take a what's wrong with DVR? <laughs> DVR. Uh, in this case, I, it ain't won't answer the phone. <laughs> I know what's wrong with DVR, but I'm going to DVR the the matchup uh, between uh, the women and the Netherlands, and then I'll probably watch the Astros Rangers matchup. Yeah, there you go. What I'm going to do got? that as well. Uh, yeah, I'll yeah. be watching Astros Rangers, and also, uh, if you don't know, I have a show where I promote local music. We do five one. Fridays. We do five That's ones right. radio. Uh, it's been on for the last five and a half years on 105 through the bat. The last episode is tonight at oh. nine o'clock on 105 through the bat. So if you want to check that out, support some local music, uh, <laughs> check that out and uh, follow us on social media at 512 radio. See where we'll be next. Uh, but, but, but we'll have that tonight at nine o'clock. Patrick, you've had this is your second 
Like you're gonna have your second like final show because you've had Instant Series. You had the final show for Instant Series. Yeah. Now you got the final show for Five One Two. You know I'm a busy person. And now so you when, when have, things I, wrap up, I gotta wrap up a lot of things. Say, you have that already. Like two final. You're gonna have two final shows before we have our final show. Yeah, it's yeah. a lot of sadness for you, man. Oh, it's a lot. <laughs> uh, we told y'all that we're Patrick, here for you, brother. He does have a lot of jobs around here, man. The man does a lot of stuff, but we appreciate his efforts on the show, and we appreciate him on a uh, the musically themed days of the week. I, and I was told to tell you, Patrick, that people are really sad about the show going away but also the musically themed days of the week yep, yep, people yep. are really sad apparently the it, they, m- midweek movie music <laughs> and the new theme Thursday top of the charts Tuesday people freaking love them yep. they, I, I, I'm getting more compliments and people being sad about that going away <laughs> than mm-hmm. about the content of the <laughs> yeah, actual exactly. show and the people on the show it's so. always good to make people happy it's good stuff man we are uh, we always in a good mood for that stuff alright so uh, thanks to my man Patrick thanks to Hart as well thanks to all you folks for listening remember the revolution will not be televised we'll be talking about it live right here on Ball Don't Lie we love you guys we mean that take care of yourselves but more importantly take care of each other peace